Hello, everyone, and welcome to Run402, the podcast, a show where we interview local runners in Nebraska and make running relatable. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. If you race locally, you'll notice a lot of red and blue in the top finishes. These race kits come from Lincoln Running Club, Nebraska, and today I interview their founder, Logan Watley. In this episode, we talk about why LRCN was created, some of the benefits of joining LRCN, and how to qualify for the team. If you want to up your running game in 2023 and you need a New Year's resolution, give this episode a listen. All right, let's dive right in. All right, we are here with Logan Watley from uh, Lincoln Running Club, Nebraska. Welcome, Logan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so Logan is the uh, kind of the creator of Lincoln Running Club, Nebraska. Uh, The Nebraska part just kind of was added on a few years ago. Uh, Yeah, it was probably probably about 2017. So so my um, my background, I guess, is I I'm from Lincoln or grew up, I guess, in Lincoln for the most part, and uh, went to Lincoln Christian there. I I started running in probably I don't know seventh seventh or eighth grade and. Um, it's kind of funny because what my mom would say is it wasn't a question of if Logan was going to come in last, it's would he be last or next to last? That was kind of, (laughs) kind of her ongoing, uh, joke, but, uh, but yeah, so for me, I mean, I, I, I did not, you know, start running young. I was not in, in, you know, the youth club scene or anything like that. But, um, what I really enjoyed about running at that point was, uh, just the fact that you got to see the work that you put in, you got to see it pay off. Um, you know, whether it was, you know, one month, three months, whatever it might be is, is over time, if you are, are diligent and disciplined and doing the work, you know, you get to enjoy the benefits of that. So, so for me, that's how it started. Um, I didn't probably get competitive. I mean, I was always competitive as far as wanting to be people, but as far as, as, you know, kind of coming along in my training, I mean, it probably wasn't until like, you know, freshman or sophomore year after getting some summers of, of, of mileage in, I guess. Um, where I got to be competitive and, and felt like I, you know, was fairly successful, I guess, on kind of the high school scene. I, um, after graduating, I went on to run at Nebraska Wesleyan on the, the track and cross country teams there. So, um, again, had a, had a great time there, had a lot of, um, I guess what I was, would consider for my own success, um, enjoyed my time being there, loved getting to meet different teammates and, uh, graduated there in 2010. Um, and that's kind of where, where uh, you know, the LRC team kind of came into existence, I guess, is that we, um, as I graduated, there was, there was, uh, there weren't a ton of opportunities, I suppose, for, for kind of post-collegiate runners. But the problem that, um, that me and a couple teammates saw is just this, uh, I try to go what the, what the word is I want to use here, but it, it would just be, the, there were plenty of talented runners uh, in Nebraska, whether it was at UNL or at Westland or anywhere. And, and for whatever reason, they were just leaving the sport completely. Um, they, they, for whatever reason, felt like, like they didn't uh, have a path kind of after college or after high school. And so we wanted to try and connect those people and, and really encourage them to keep running in the sport. So we started in 2010, uh, myself and a couple uh, other Wesleyan friends, because that was all I knew at the time. I, I think it was maybe six members, Sarah. And then uh, as we as we grew, we're at a, 114 now. So over the last 12, 12 and a half years, I guess, uh, you know, we've seen some some really big growth on our team. Um, a big part of that was was back in 2017. So uh, we we had a merger, I guess, with another club um, here 
here in Nebraska. And that was what gave us our, our LRC Nebraska name. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun to, to work on these last 12 and a half years, a lot of, a lot of work for volunteer work, but I, I think we all understand that. So. I had no idea it started so long ago. <laughs> I know it makes me, it makes me feel old, I guess, when, when I think back through it. So, um, you know, like I said, when we started the, the team, the goal was how do we how do we keep people running? That, that was really the bottom line kind of mission statement of us is to keep runners running. Um, and, and when we designed the program and the organization, um, we were trying to make it uh, just appealing to all sorts of different people, I guess. So for me personally, I was coming out of college. Uh, I had an accounting major. I, I went straight into public accounting where I was working, you know, 60, 65 hour weeks. I was traveling a bunch. Um, and, and so for me, I wanted to set the tone that, that it would be okay if I didn't run every single day, which, which is just like an anomaly <laughs> coming out of college is, is you just think, well, this is what I do. I have two or three hours. Like I'm not, I'm not paid at Nebraska Wesleyan. They don't, they don't do athletic scholarships or anything like that, but um, but I had all this time that I could kind of devote to it. And so coming out of college, you're kind of in shock a little bit to say, well, I don't have this time anymore. I'm working from eight to five or eight to seven or whatever it might be. And, and how am I going to get in this run? And so the two things that we have kind of talked about from like a pillar standpoint for our team is, is one is just flexibility is just having people know, like, it's okay not to get that run in every day. If you get that run in every day, that's fantastic. Like, great. Good for you. I, I've got two young girls at home, uh, almost six and three. Uh, I've got, you know, work. I've got, you know, all sorts of other priorities, I guess, that I'm kind of trying to balance. And so it, the fact that running may not be number one, two or three for me, we, we want that to be okay um, for people on our team. Now, with that being said, we absolutely have people who it's still a very top priority. They're very um, much capable to get in the miles. I say that, you know, we've got guys who run 100 plus miles a week and are Olympic trial qualifiers in the marathon. And then we've got people like me who it's like, Hey, if I run 20 miles in a week, I'm pretty pumped about that. So, um, so that flexibility piece has always been a big, a big, uh, piece of what we do. And then, and then the second kind of pillar that we talk about is just opportunity. Um, you know, coming out of college or high school, everybody's an adult, you know, we're trying to get, uh, everyone to be a little bit self-sufficient, but, but what my job is, is really to be an organizer, to be an administrator, to, uh, be a good communicator, which I'm not always great at, but, but to try and just let people know, all right, these are the opportunities that are out there. And if you want to take advantage of them, that's fantastic. Um, but if not, you know, it's just like running, right. You get out of it, what you put into it. And that's kind of how we view our membership. Yeah. And I think it's a common misconception because we always see those, you know, blue and, uh, red jerseys at like the front of the pack. You see them, you kind of get a little intimidated. You're like, oh man, these fast people are, you know, I bet all they do is run and they're still people. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I would say, I mean, everybody, you know, we're all runners, right? I mean, at the end of the day, that's, that's what it comes back to. And so it's been really cool to see that, you know, I, I mentioned our Olympic trial qualifiers. I mean, they, they, you, you wouldn't know it, you know, if you went on a run with them, other than that, they're running really fast, doing really hard workouts or anything like that. But, but yeah, just, just normal people, like, you know, they want to know just about as much about, you know, what is my training looking like? It's, well, I got four, four mile runs in this week or whatever it might be, but they're just as interested in, in kind of hearing what our progression looks like because they, they realize that it's truly a community. Um, and, and that's what, you know, we're really looking to continue to build on. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the benefits for being on the team? 
Yeah. So we, um, again, it's, it, it's looked in, uh, it's looked differently, uh, over the last 12 years or whatever. Um, I would say that as of today, uh, we, we don't have, you know, required time requirements to be on the team. That was, that was new probably as of like five years ago or something like that. We used to say, well, you have to be so fast to, to be able to, you know, be, be on the team. And, and we kind of got away from that, um, for, for a lot of different reasons, but, um, we really focus on, on kind of personal development, I suppose, um, for people. So, uh, of course you have to use some kind of metric. So, um, we, we use an age grade metric, uh, that's, that's kind of published by our, our national running body. It's uh, USA track and field. So, um, the idea behind the age grade is that you could take, you know, a 20 year old guy who runs a mile race and we could take a 90 year old woman who runs a half marathon or something like that. And, and we'd be able to compare and say, all right, well, how good are those performances? So they attach a percentage to each one. So, you know, the guy who runs a you know five minute mile, he might be 75% or something like that. Uh, whereas the 90 year old who runs, you know, whatever, I don't even know what time that would be, but uh, you know, she might score out to be like a 90% because who's running, you know, at that. And, and so you'd be able to take those two performances and say, Hey, this one was really better, even though the time, is not better given her age and, um, and all the other factors, like that's, that's a better performance. So, um, so when I say age grade, we kind of tier our, our benefits, I guess, based on what that age grade is. And we use 75% as kind of our bottom line. I think the, um, the metrics that they use is, I think they call them 70% is, is kind of local elite. If you're in the 70 to 79, they consider that a local elite, uh, 80 to 89 is regional. And then 91 to, 99 is national or maybe that's why I, I, I don't remember, but they kind of tier it in those ways. So because of those segments, um, our benefits, I would say for the most part, start at kind of 75%. So once people, um, once people hit 75%, that's where they get the red and blue Jersey, um, that, that people have probably come to see. Um, it gives them access to some additional funding, um, more kind of race reimbursement type stuff. Um, and I could touch on that, I guess a little bit, but but the cool thing about our club is that is that we partner with Lincoln Track Club, um, and they've been a partner of ours for I don't know eight years or something like that. And so one of the um, one of the ways they support us is by um, is by discounted comps, uh, but entries to their to their kind of core races, I guess that they have. I don't I don't know if you've been down there, Sarah. For I mean Lincoln Half, Lincoln Full, that's always kind of the big one, you know, that everybody knows mm -hmm. about. But but they've got you know five or six different you know really good races. Um, that they put on throughout the year. So, so there's like a, you know, there's one in, I think it's April, one, one in April, then you've got Lincoln in May, you've got Havelock 3k or 10k in June, you've got the Lincoln mile in downtown Lincoln in July, Buffalo run is in out at Piners Park in September. Um, and that's kind of what I call the core races. They've got, they've got a few other offshoots, but, um, but they're just really well put on races. You know, the time, it, the race is going to go off at the right time. It's going to be the right distance. You know, some of those things you don't always hear about uh, at, at maybe other races that are put on. Um, but most importantly for us is it's just a way for us to support this all volunteer organization in Lincoln Track Club. Like there's there's no staff, you know. So when you run Lincoln Half, Lincoln Full, like those are all volunteers that they do there. So, uh, you know, they're giving back to the community in that way. Um, they support our team and in, in kind of helping us, you know, with entries into their races. And then we uh, support them by running those races. So, um, 
Yeah, so so for all of our membership, I guess there there is kind of that access to to the Lincoln Track Club races, kind of their circuit, I guess I would say. Um, for for Lincoln Half, Lincoln Full, though, that's where that seventy five percent comes in. We we uh, you know just just to be good stewards of the entries that we have, we kind of we want people to hit that seventy five percent before kind of getting that as a comp code. Or um, the other the other spots that we I kind of briefly mentioned this, but where we kind of put our our operating budget to, I guess um, there's a big race in Chicago. It's called Shamrock Shuffle. Um, it's in March. Uh, fantastic race. It's eight. Uh, it's an 8k race, I believe on the roads of Chicago. It's, I mean, if you've ever done Chicago marathon, it, it's like Chicago marathon, but it's only an 8k. And so they have, you know, a team competition, they've got community divisions, they've got all sorts of uh, different races, but just a fantastic time. And so we, um, we throw our support behind that um, just to get people uh, to experience it. Cause it really is a great race. The, the second one that we're always pushing, it's actually coming up this weekend, is our USATF club cross-country meet. Um, so, again, USATF is kind of our, our uh, overseer organization, I guess. Um, and so they put on this championship cross-country race for, for all of the clubs. And so we'll be sending actually 27 athletes this year. It's, it's going to be open men's, and then we're sending a master's, so 40-plus men's uh, team this year as well. And that's going to be in San Francisco. So keep, keep an eye out for that on Saturday. Um, and then the third, the third kind of operating budget, I guess, that we have is uh, around what we call our runner assistance program. And again, this is what where the 75%, I guess I would say kind of comes in is because once people hit that 75%, you know, they get the jersey, they get the Lincoln entry, we don't want them to just stop. Like, we, we don't want you to lose motivation. We were like, all right, how can we continue to push you to that next level? Um, and that's and so runner assistance are, you know, we've set up some standards, uh, we've tied some funding dollars, I guess, to what those standards are. And then people are able to kind of earn uh, reimbursement funds for the next year. So uh, it, I'm probably not a great example since I'm so far off of these standards. But, uh, you know, if we have a guy who runs like, I, I don't know, maybe a 1535K or something like that, um, we're going to give them some funds the following year to say, all right, well, why don't you go to a big time race? Why don't you go to something that that is going to make you better as a runner? And, and we'll reimburse you, whether it's, you know, partly for, for flight, for um, hotel, for race entry, whatever that might be. Um, and then for extra, every extra, you know, runner assistance time or whatever they hit during that time, then, then they get some bonus money. So the goal is we want to keep people running. We also want to keep them running fast, but within what their own goals are, if that makes sense. Yeah. So do your athletes just run like track distances or do they go up to like marathons ultra marathons beyond yeah we have i mean that's the great thing is um i i used to say this i still think it's true but our club will be whatever its members want it to be right so uh you know when we started with six members and we were all pretty young out of college we're like all right road racing that's that's all we knew that's where we thought we had to be um the first instinct I would tell you for almost every single college runner is after they graduate is they think I need to run a marathon, uh, mm -hmm. which I mean, I, we could take this offline, but I, I don't typically encourage that because uh, it's, it's marathons. I mean, it's hard. Um, but I would say that. Uh, yeah, I think, I think uh, we've looked differently over the years. I know I've said that before, but I, you know, there's been a time where we've been big on the trails or kind of the ultra scene. There's been a time when we're big on the track. 
Um, we're currently kind of looking at expanding into, you know, maybe sprinting and field events. We've got um, one gal on our team. Her name's Christina Elder. She's a, a, a teacher and coach down at, uh, I'm going to mess this up, Platteview. Um, but, but she's super passionate about track. And so uh, what we want to do is we want to be in, encouraging to her to say, hey, if you're passionate about track and you want to bring people to the sport of track, how can we stand behind you? I mean, I have limited time in the day, but if Christina, if you are wanting to push this, like I, I want, you know, I'm all for that, I guess, um, especially in light of the community. So right now I'd say, you know, we're primarily road racing and track. That's, that's kind of what I see. We, we always have people who would do cross country in the fall. We've had less, I, I guess, fewer people kind of do the trail and ultra stuff, but, um, but yeah, so, so that's kind of where we're currently sitting. So the age graded percent, um, one, how do you access those standards? And two, how high in distance do they go? Yeah, so they go, um, that's a great question. I I think it goes up to like ultra distance. I, I couldn't tell you, you know, 50Ks or 100Ks maybe. Um, but but you can access them. What USATF uses, they're called Howard Grubb, G-R-U-B-B. Um, so if you just search Howard Grubb uh, tables, then then it'll bring up the calculator for you. You insert your age and uh, male or female and your time and your distance, and then it'll spit something out for you. Um, and, and yeah, I think they go up all the way to the distances. And so, you know, there's some, there's always some internal discussion, you know, on, well, it seems like this mile is a lot easier than what a marathon would be. Uh, but at the end of the day, if, you know, we're just kind of relying on the fact that USATF uses those. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, it works for anybody. Like, I mean, I could go in and plug, you know, a a 25 minute 5k for myself or whatever that might be. And, you know, it tell me I'm in, you know, the 50th age grade. And, and what's great about that is then I look at it and I say, okay, well, how do I get to 60 and then 65? And, you know, that, you know, we're looking at it as a progression, as a building of, of, you know, progress, I guess, and, and whatever that may look like for people. That's really cool. Uh, so let's say you're like us and we're not in that 75%. Is there a way we can support LRCN without, being on the team? Like, how do you get your funding? Do you have like other roles in the team? Yeah, that's a great, I mean, a, a great question. I appreciate you asking because um, it's not something we probably thought a lot about. So as I mentioned, we've got, um, I guess I should take a step back because uh, LRC Nebraska, we are a, a five. Nope, I think we lost your sound. Nope, I think I'm back. Am I back now? Yep. Okay. So, so we are, a, a you know, a 501c3, you know, by the IRS. So we've, we've cleared those hurdles as a, as a, you know, a tax deductible nonprofit. Um, but, but we really don't put that out there, I guess, a whole lot. Um, we, we are well supported by both Lincoln Track Club um, and then also Ann Ringline and the Lincoln Running Company. Uh, you know, Ann was really there at the very beginning to kind of uh, get us started, I guess. Um, she was a, one of my coaches at Westland. And so, uh, I just remember having discussions with her and, and, and there's, there's very few people who are more about running and more about the community, I think, than Anne. Um, so if you don't know Anne, you should, but, uh, but so from that perspective, I mean, uh, we get support there. I think, you know, there's definitely this, this, uh, I think a misconception of, oh, you know, you said it yourself, you know, you have to be so fast to be on the team. And that's not necessarily true. It just depends on what you're looking for. I mean, I don't, I would love to be able to have a type of program that's like a script town or an inner rail, one that's really community driven. Uh, but honestly, those are out there and they're fantastic. So I don't, I don't 
you know, it's kind of already covered, you know, on that side. So, um, you know, we just love connecting with people um, in all sorts of ways. I mean, you can, you can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, you follow our athletes, uh, you know, if, if you feel inclined to make a donation, you know, that's tax deductible and we can do that. But um, I think more so it's just, just to, I, I guess, I don't know. I can't think of a way to say this is a way to specifically support the team, but um, but I know that we just enjoy seeing runners at races, right? And, and we want those to con- continue. So if you want to support us, the best thing is to sign up for races, right? And, and to go to them and support, you know, kind of the local stuff that's going on. That's really cool. Yeah, I know you guys have a lot of really fast athletes on your team. I know I follow a lot of them. It's really fun to see their journey. Um, well, it's been fun. It's been fun for me even to get to see their journey because I think, you know, we have people, um, you know, we talked about this a little bit before we, we started recording, but, uh, you know, Emily Clement is, is a fantastic example of, of someone who's really gotten a lot out of our program. I mean, she, when she started with the club, I, I mean, I couldn't tell you what she ran. Maybe she could, she was dealing with some injuries I know and stuff like that, but just to get to see her development, she was, as she was chasing, you know, the 75% age grade, you know, she, she was working hard towards that. She had that in mind. And then once she's hit that, you know, she's just running at a totally different level than she was, you know, five years ago when I first met her. Um, and so it's just fantastic to get to see that development. And that's just one of many stories I think about, um, we had three Olympic trial qualifiers in the, in the last marathon cycle, um, which was a lot of fun. It wasn't anything we'd ever done before. Um, and, and they were all from Nebraska. Right. And one of them was, a, a three athletes. yep. So we had, um, Johnny Rutford, uh, who, who he was a Lincoln Southeast grad, Nebraska Wesleyan grad. Uh, he now lives in Portland and is, is running for a, uh, more elite club. I would say out there. Um, we had Tessa Stoltenberg who was down here, um, you know, at UNMC, you know, doing, doing school down here and got, got connected with us and she, and she was able to qualify and run. And then we had Haley Sutter, who is another Lincoln Southeast and uh, Nebraska Wesleyan grad who, who lives out in East coast now, I think in, uh, in Boston. So our Boston area. So um, it's just really cool to get to see some of your own local people, you know, Nebraskans really like to support Nebraskans, whether, whether you grew up here or whether you just live here, it's just a really cool you know, additional layer of community, I suppose, um, in the racing and, and running community. For sure. Um, so before I, I got my thought back, um, but before we started recording, you mentioned that you wanted to get more women on the team. Have you thought about any, any ways to do that? Or are you still making the call? Oh, I'm, I'm all up for ideas. I think, um, and I kind of said this, you know, when we got started, you know, it was primarily men and it was primarily Nebraska Westland grads because that's who I knew and that's who I had connected with. So um, it was easy to find other people who kind of think the same as me. Like this is what motiv- what motivates me is what motivates them. And, um, and, and at this point, I would say that I think what motivates the majority of, of young men out of high school and college is the opportunities to connect, to network and, to run fast and to go places and run fast. And, um, and I'm still trying to figure out, uh, cause I don't think it's the same for women, I guess. I don't think, um, I, and I don't know that, that that's the piece that I'm still kind of trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how do I create a program or how do we create a program or an organization that, um, that, that women are excited to be a part of. 
Um, and that's where like getting people like uh, Christina Elder, um, who I mentioned, she's on our board. Uh, Emily Berzonski's on our board. Uh, she's she's a young gal um, who ran at SDSU. But just trying to trying to get more feedback from people on how can we better serve uh, you know the the women in our running community um, and and what does that look like? I guess so. I, I haven't had any other concrete ideas other than knowing that I don't know and that I need to to uh, you know talk talk to those women who do know. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today. Um, good luck this weekend. Are you going out to San Francisco? I'm not. No, with the with the two young kids, it, it makes a, a trip like that difficult. So uh, we've got we've got a lot of other good people who. Uh, are going to kind of take charge, but yeah, I'm excited to see kind of how they do. And uh, the course is out at Golden Gate Park. So I'm sure the weather will be nice. I'm sure the course will be fantastic and, and it'll just be a good opportunity for some of that team bonding. Oh yeah, that'll be beautiful. So if your new year's resolution is to qualify for LRCN, uh, who do, where do you get the application? Who do you reach out to? Yep. So I would just go to our website. It's lrcnebraska.org. Um, and there's a how to join uh, tab on there. I'm, and again, remember, we're we're all volunteers in this organization. So uh, <laughs> there's definitely some web development that could be done there. But um, there's kind of a list out there. I think it's got links to the to the age grade tables. It's got a uh, link to our, our information form that we collect and kind of outlines the process for that. So uh, yeah, I'd encourage you if you're if you're considering it or just want to see what we're all about. I think that's a great place to kind of go. Um, and, and the other, the other plug maybe I'll mention is, so another thing that we do from our, uh, a team program, I guess, standpoint is, uh, we'll be doing another run challenge, uh, next month. So in January, 2023, the last five years or so we've done this, where, uh, we challenge everybody to run at least run or walk, uh, at least one mile outside over each day in January. And then we've got weekly raffles and, and shirts for the people who accomplish the challenge. But, um, but yeah, I mean that that sign up again can be on our found on our Facebook, on our Twitter. Um, I'm I'm hoping just to blast it out there. But uh, you know, just just because we've got Lincoln in our name, we're not Lincoln. I'm I'm out of Omaha. We've got people, you know, all over the state, all over the country um, that are connected with our group, and and we like to keep it that way. Cool. Well, I'll definitely send out that sign up for that one mile challenge. I think I could do that one. <laughs> I don't know if I can hit the seventy five percent percentile but I can definitely do one mile outside today I am from Minnesota that's, that's right yeah we'll see when the when the ice comes down and you know if we get any snow this year so that that always makes it interesting right well thank you so much Logan for being on um and yeah hopefully um by the time this comes out I'll have a little bit to say about Saturday all right sounds great I appreciate it thank you And that's a wrap. If you want to write to us, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at run 402 the podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you out there. This episode is brought to you by the Anchor app. Anchor by Spotify is the platform we use to record this podcast. It's very easy to use. I'm not a tech savvy person. And if I can figure it out, anyone can. So if you're interested in hosting your own podcast, may I recommend you the Anchor app.